0: previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. So where do you fall on that? If someone were to post a Uranus joke in your Facebook group, how would you feel about that? Are you in favor of those? On um,
1: General principles, yes. Unless there was another planet Uranus didn't know it was related to. Right.
0: Something. It might not be appropriate. <laughs> I get it. Well, we haven't talked to Saturn or that's, Jupiter. We don't that's know. That's a great answer. I mean, poor Pluto. He's not even there anymore. So, Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast.
2: On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Hey, Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck.
0: I think I lost my man card, apparently. (laughs) Um,
2: I think you gained one.
0: We'll get into all that in a few seconds, but first we have some announcements. I want to remind everyone the Toy Hall of Fame entries. Now, the public voting ended September 21st. You, however, still can get into our contest. So the website says the winners will be announced in November. So we're just going to say November 1st. By November 1st, we need your entries in. Just go to wtfcpodnet at gmail.com or go to our website.
2: Loyalittlespod.com.
0: And enter it there. However you want to get them to us, pick your top three entries of who you think will make the Toy Hall of Fame this season. And you can win some great mediocre prizes. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to win that stuff? (laughs) Anyway, so next, tiny little suggestion. Let's do this right now out of the gate, too. Later tonight, if you're around, depending on when you're hearing this, Saturday, October 22nd at the Weinberg Center, 7.30 p.m., Mark Bryan and the Screaming Trojans are performing. That's at 20 West Patrick Street in Frederick, Maryland. You're not going to want to miss that. It's, of course, starring the great Steve Lipton as well. I believe he's the bass player for that. Yep. For them. So, yeah. So, the... Box office is 301-600-2828. That's the box office number. Get your tickets there or just go to WeinbergCenter.org and all the information will be there. That's tonight, October 22nd, depending on when you listen to this. October 22nd, 7.30 p.m., Screaming Trojans. And then finally, Roxy wanted to acknowledge a new supporter we got. Thank you, Jamie Armada, our new supporter of the podcast. Remember, if you'd like to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month, That's it. 99 cents a month. You can go to our website,
2: Loyalittlespod.com.
0: Scroll to the bottom. Our anchor link is down there at the bottom. It'll take you right where you need to go. All the information. We really appreciate it. Thank you once again, Jamie, for joining our group of supporters. It really helps. We really appreciate it. Okay, now let's get to the matter at hand, Roxy. Big night a couple nights ago at Radio City Music Hall so much fun Do you, uh, it's your thing why don't you take it away what well, we we're, were doing well, there well everyone what was sh- i doing there
2: everyone should tune in on november 27th it's a sunday it's i believe it's the sunday after thanksgiving which is a prime spot on the television yeah, uh,
0: right after thanksgiving hallmark
2: channel is coming out with the it's called a holiday spectacular and the rockettes are in it and yeah. radio city is in it and it's basically the story of someone who dreamed of being a rockette and which so many of us have felt and yeah so we had the big premiere at radio city and i got to perform and can we go
0: back into that so they invited everybody from all the season all the stars for all the movies oh, and the Hallmark yeah. movies oh to my attend gosh. this premiere. Oh my gosh. And I didn't realize I had another friend from when I did the Bombay Dreams Tour yeah. way back when she's starring in one of the movies and yep. she's and the reason i'm string this up because i feel like she got hosed her movie <laughs> premieres october 20 like who the hell wants to watch because
2: we're in the countdown to the, christmas but my
0: point is like you are right you are in a prime spot like yeah. you are at the top of when really christmas begins absolutely you know what i mean this one's like halloween hasn't even happened i'm like what i'm like i mean don't get me wrong it's great that she's in a movie she doesn't it's even listen to this podcast it's never too
2: early so. to get into the holiday i guess spirit. but
0: you're right you're in the prime spot right after yeah. thanksgiving mm-hmm. everyone's okay Christmas. Music can come on. yeah All that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Prime spot. All right. So you get a couple tickets to this. So I go with one of your friends. Yep. Actually, Ashley, she's been on the podcast. She has. Way back in the beginning, mm-hmm. we had her on as a third wheel. Yep. At one point. And yep. yeah, yep. it was she's a lot of in fun. in town for
2: a little bit. So yeah. the two of you came to support, and it was such a fun night. I am wiped out. Okay,
0: but we have to get into the specifics. So it wasn't just the movie. Some of the Rockettes got to perform, and that was one of them was you. And so you did a little thing before the movie, which was kind of exciting. And then you performed again at the end.
2: Yeah. While you had to
0: wait for Kristen Chenoweth (laughs) uh, to do her concert, mini concert. Mm -hmm, Uh, That's mm -hmm. all we'll say about that. And uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, but overall, it was a really fun night. The Hallmark stars were there and we got to be there and I was fortunate to get to perform. And, it... and,
0: and to be fair, Kristen's done like 80 Hallmark movies, right? Probably. By She's now. done quite a few. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. I get the connection, <laughs> but it was just kind of funny. So, yeah, so it was a, it was a great night. And it I was... got you there. And it got me there and yes I sat through most of mm-hmm. the Hallmark movie. I had to leave a little early, but that's okay. I'm looking forward to seeing it though cuz now it's like a cliffhanger like I don't know how the movie ends. So I'm And full disclosure, one of my another dear friend of mine, Derek Klena, stars in the movie. Uh, yeah, he, we he was on our softball team. He
2: was so good. multiple
0: softball teams. Yeah, he's so good currently starring in Moulin Rouge I mm-hmm. guess we'll give him that little plug as well mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it was just a it was an issue time We I posted something and a lot of the littles had some really great comments and I feel like they wanted to hear the story Can't go. I, I guess we could but we're not going to go too much more into detail I mean the movie we don't want to do any spoilers about the movie no. So you need to tune you in to watch it November 27th
2: November 27th. 27th. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm assuming on the Hallmark Channel. Yes. Okay and uh, I wonder if Tony will be watching. Maybe. I, my guess is not. So anyway, one of my other favorite comments was from uh, one of my cousins who said, my dad would be very proud right now yeah, of this moment. Yeah, he loved Hallmark. He did. He loved the Hallmark and movies. And he loved
2: that I loved it. And, and that's we got why to he watch you. it together. Yes. He
0: loved you so much because you were one of the only ones when we went down to visit him that would actually sit there and watch movies. Oh,
2: I preferred Hallmark over anything else. I mean, some of his Western shows yeah, I would watch. No, but, but I mean...
0: The rest of the family, we'd be in the kitchen oh, doing yeah. playing games, doing other stuff. And you would actually go him. in the living room and sit mm-hmm. there and watch the movies with them because you liked them too. So that was good. So of course, anyway, that was that. Uh, why don't we do the emails real quick great. before we get to our great meet the littles guest. I'm going to start with this one. It says, Hey Chuck, I'm episode 48, not 115. I only remember because NASCAR driver, Jimmy Johnson's number is 48. Now I'm just saying episode 115, I believe is Todd Takei. So that's not such a bad mistake. <laughs> if, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> He says, I met Greg Smallwood at the summer of Littles event in Cincinnati this past summer. And we came to the realization that his wife was my art teacher in junior high school. Wait, let me do that math again. (laughs) 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 The Buckeyes that you guys got from Tony and I were made at two different ice cream shops in Cincinnati. Graders, and I'm going to butcher this. Sorry, Roop. Agmeles Brothers, Maybe. Maybe. I might have got that right. The one that looked more like homemade were from Algamese Brothers, and I believe they made the Buckeyes fresh for Tony. Wow. For as pedantic as you are when it comes to where sports teams are located and where is a chicken finger, I am shocked that you can't get the difference between a piece of fish and a fish and chips and a fish sandwich. (laughs) Lebanon is not spelled L-E-B-E-N or L-E-B-O-N but I will forgive you since you guys are not Indian American and therefore obviously don't know how to spell (laughs) Roop Sharma episode 48. (laughs) Now we need to dissect that a little bit. Okay. This whole fish and chips thing.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Here's the thing. I found a good example of what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Picture this. If you take a hot dog with Mm -hmm. some fries, Mm -hmm. call it a hot dog and fries, right? Mm -hmm. If you put said hot dog on a hot dog bun and eat it like what I say normal people eat hot dogs, you'd say hot dog and chips or hot dog and fries, right? You still, it's not something else, right? It's still fish and chips. (laughs) If it's the same kind of piece of fish, I get that there's other types of fish sandwiches out there. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you take the fish and chips that you just order and a lot of times it comes like in a strip type of form. Mm -hmm. And you just put that with some tartar sauce on a bun Mm -hmm. and eat it like a, I consider that a sandwich, like a hot dog. That's all I'm saying. I know I'm still going to get a lot of heat for this, but I was going to say something else, but that's all I'm saying. That's my example of my definition of a fish and chips sandwich.
2: It's either fish and chips or Or it's a fish fish sandwich. sandwich.
0: Then why isn't it either... A hot dog or a hot dog sandwich.
2: Because we don't think that deeply oh, about it. Oh, I see. It just well, is some what of us smart people do it think just deeply is what about it, is. it.
0: Okay. Then next we heard from Mo Warner, right?
2: Oh yeah, episode eighty-six. I just watched The Sandlot for the first time. Ooh, love it. Now I know why. Wait, you does it
0: say it just like that? No, that's me. You added that. Okay, I just want <laughs> to make sure.
2: That's me commenting on that. Oh, okay. Now I know why you say you're killing me, Smalls, all the time. I would still choose the Goonies kids to hang with over them or ET or Stand By Me. Okay, that's interesting. Now, I haven't seen the Goonies all the way through from start to finish. What? I've, seen, I've probably seen the entire movie just at different In chunks, right. times and chunks, right? So, you know, I don't know if I can agree with that.
0: <laughs> what do you mean, agree with <laughs> it? It's his. It's his he I gets mean, not pick. that he's
2: asking for us to agree, but. Right, no, of course. I, I don't know if I could get behind that fully.
0: Okay, fair enough. I'm just shocked that he had never seen it. I am a Because he sandlot. seems like a big sports guy, baseball guy.
2: I am a Sandlot fanatic.
0: Fanatic, I yes. love it. All right, then, this one says, Hi, Chuck and Roxy. Really thought it was cool that someone wrote in about knowing the Rankin family from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. And I hear that there is a Littles hockey game being planned. Does that team need a six foot, 275-pounder that could probably outskate half the team? <laughs> Put me in, coach. Now, wait a minute. Is, first of all, is that really happening? I didn't. I don't know anything about a hockey game. That could be fun. And then, you know, as Tony says, six foot, 275 pounds. Could I interest you in that? I would say first pick. That's oh, yeah. And then he writes, all bananas are GMOs. They had to be tampered with multiple times to survive. Hmm. And that's from Kristen LeBlanc, episode 176. Nice. Now, Roxy, this is kind of exciting. We heard from a couple from two newbies.
2: Ooh. Hi, Chuck and Roxy. Love your podcast. On your last episode, I heard that Joe Magnu was going to the Iron Maiden concert in D.C. I am also going to that concert. Thank you for the laughs. And if you ever need a Spanish speaking little, let me know. Take care. Cesar Amador.
0: We apologize. Well, he hasn't been on the podcast yet, so we don't know exactly how to pronounce it.
2: And then he signed at Arlington, Virginia.
0: From Arlington, Virginia. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, hola. That's basically what I know. So
2: Cayete and baño. Oh,
0: okay. Hey. <laughs> that
2: means shut up in the bathroom. I think. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> Caesar, we would love to have you on the podcast.
2: Yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. Absolutely. Whenever I, you're ready. I, yeah.
0: All right. And then we heard from Jamie Armada, episode 153. Bananas—they have to be free of any spots, firm, and even still a little green to be delicious. Anything more ripe than a few light spots is a gross, mushy, stringy mess. O out of 10, cannot dance to it. (laughs) I think that was for you, Roxy. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great, I'm kind of with him on that. All right, and then we heard from Brad Phillips, episode TBD. Oh. Yeah, another new, another newbie. We love these. It just says, seriously, Roxy doesn't like Reese's Pieces?
2: I do not. But, Brad, if you decide to come on and meet us. Not
0: decide, when.
2: He well, just, when you come on to Meet right. the Littles, I will be happy to try one on the air.
0: Just one? No, one. we're going to get a pack and we're going sh- <laughs> to... I'll probably eat most of them, Brad. I'll have
2: one and you'll have the rest. No,
0: you can have a few. You I'll might, have one maybe, and you'll maybe, have the when's rest. When's the last time you had a Reese's Pieces?
2: Um, it's been a while. See?
0: Maybe your taste buds have changed. I don't
2: think so. You
0: never know. All right, Roxy, let's get out of here. Great Meet the Littles guest, as always. We'll be right back with...
2: Meet the Littles.
3: <laughs>
0: This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with
3: Chuck and Roxy.
0: In this episode by a band called Bertrand's Wish And this song is called Look at Yourself Now, if you like what you hear, you can find them everywhere You get your digital music, but the best place is just go to their website Which is bertrandswish.com That is B-E-R-T-R-A-N-D-S-W-I-S-H dot com And as always, we'll play the full song Look at Yourself at the end of the podcast
3: Look at
0: all you loyal littles it's now time to
2: meet the little roxy
0: late night fun oh yeah we're doing this pretty later it's, than usual it's nighttime it's nighttime please welcome to the podcast scott imus hey scott how's it going
1: I'm doing well. How are you guys doing tonight, Chuck and Roxy? We're Good.
0: great. This is Roxy's okay. day off. Yeah. I only had a matinee today, so we're off. So we're like, hey, let's meet a little. Yeah. So here we are. So yeah. Scott, we let's know you're fun. Yeah, we know you're sorta of new. You have listened to some episodes and we want to get into that, especially uh, episode number fifty one. Uh-huh. That'll be a tease yes, for, for sure. the Littles. Uh, <laughs> but take us back. Introduce yourself to all the little Littles. Tell us something a little about yourself.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm Scott Imus. I'm uh, originally from New Jersey. And went to school at Lehigh University in Pennsylvania and met my wife there. And then we bumped around a little bit since then. We stayed at the university for a couple of years. She was in graduate school. I worked for the school. And then we moved to Boston. And we were up there for four years and near some family of hers. And I know, Chuck, this is salient for you. Uh, Worked right down the street from Fenway Park. So I, I got to some games while I was there, which was always a good time. Yeah. Um, And then after that, we moved out to Colorado where she's from originally. So we live normally in Boulder, Colorado, and uh, we've got three kids. And now, actually, for the last year, when I said normally, that was kind of a bit of a tease is we uh, we've been living for the last year in Panama. So I'm calling from there this evening. I live on the Pacific Coast in Panama.
0: Did not see that coming at all, Littles, because no. he just told us just very casually, oh, so I'm in central time zone. So dope here. Chuck, you know, I'm thinking, oh, Tennessee, you know, somewhere in the Midwest.
2: No, Panama. Panama. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah.
0: That's so very cool. Why don't we, I'm trying to think, I had so much to dissect just there. Well, first of all, what did you major in in college?
1: I went to the business school at least. Oh, okay. So... Then my my work for the university was actually in undergraduate admissions, so I worked for the staff that helps uh, introduce families and students to the university, and then we read through applications, and then we either give you really, really good news or news that you hopefully forget about (laughs) when you think about other really, really good news that you might have from other people. Right, Um, And then when we moved to Boston, I worked for Boston University doing the same thing, which was really a lot of fun there. And, And a school that was kind of completely different from Lehigh in my own experience, but a really cool place with great students. And then the funny thing is since then, right around the time that I left BU, they became part of the same athletic league as Lehigh. So they're in the Patriot League. As well, oh, uh, nice. so more ties actually to that relationship now than there were originally, which is kind of fun.
0: And what years were you in Boston?
1: Uh, from 04 to 08 so Whoa. some really good years. Yeah, and, and,
2: uh-huh.
0: and
1: Red Sox time. Yeah, oh yeah.
2: yeah. I had
0: to ask. I was like <laughs> super jealous then.
1: Yeah, and and as I said, I grew up in New Jersey. I actually grew up in sort of Metro New York. I'm not a huge baseball guy, but I preferred the Mets growing up, okay. and so. There was a little bit of a nice squaring the circle on the 86 stuff when I was in Boston. Mm. And so that's all happy stuff now. Yeah. And uh, But I figured it was a much easier transition to be a, a Red Sox admirer from being a Mets admirer than it would be from sure. the other side of New York. Well, right.
2: I respect the Mets a lot. Yeah. So good choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Panama. What brought you to Panama? That's so... Wow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we had been doing some traveling, my my wife and I and, and our kids, just some different places in Central America over the last few years. You know, just kind of trying to find a place that we could go and and live that would have a good school that they could attend and also kind of be not necessarily a super enormous transition, right, that had an expat community, that we had a chance to try to improve our Spanish language skills, but also have just a different life experience. We didn't have that as kids ourselves. And so we kind of thought that that might be a nice thing to be able to offer our children. Wow. the chance to just go and have a different experience yeah, and and also do some additional travel from here in Central America, other places that we hadn't been, just explore a little bit more and try to shake it up a little bit.
0: That's so cool. Wow. <laughs> and you might not want to get into this. I'm just out of curiosity. What are the ages of your kids?
1: Uh, so I have a fourth grader who's nine, okay. a girl, and then a first grader who's six, a boy, And then our little guy who's in preschool, he's two. And actually the funny sort of irony about the whole planning stage was we had come here in 2019 and kind of had thought, okay, this is a place that we could do. And so that summer we started selling off like baby stuff, Mm -hmm. second car, you know, just (laughs) kind of clearing house a little bit. Yeah. And then we find out, oh, hey, uh, there's another baby coming. Right. We <laughs> weren't expecting that. Surprise. <laughs> and so then, yeah, so then the wacky part about that is for a very short period of time, my wife said, oh, well, maybe we'll just go and have the baby down there. And I'm like, I don't know. Are you sure about that? <laughs> right. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it'll be rad. It'll be great. <laughs> uh And then very quickly, she's like, no, I think I want to stay here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as it turns out, our plans were to move down here in like January, February of
2: 2020.
1: Right. Oh. Which we didn't do. Yeah. And then, of course, we were really glad we didn't do it because then the world changed a lot. And then we had our little guy in the first two months of COVID life which was interesting because Mm -hmm. it did a lot of really cool things for our other kids because they, that summer, weren't off at summer camp and doing various other things. We were all at home, right? Right. And so they got, I think, a lot stronger bonding experience with him than they may have otherwise. You know, they were both there for kind of all of his firsts and and a lot of that kind of stuff. Down here in, in this area was really locked down. Like to the extent that they were sending the police around to make sure you were in your house. Like people were telling on uh, neighbors if they were out and about when they (laughs) shouldn't have been. Yeah. They would basically like drop off rations at your house essentially. Right. And then it got to a point after that where men and women weren't allowed out of the house on the same days. So what you would end up doing is you were allowed out for like a three hour period or something like that. And so then people were kind of texting each other and just saying, okay, well, I'll go to this store. I'm going to go there. What do three or four houses worth of people? What do you all need? What do you need? Oh, wow. And then- wow. Yeah, you were kind of then pooling your resources to be like, okay, well, we're only allowed out for a finite time. Not all of us can do all the things. So, like, we'll just send one person to one store, one person to another store, one person to another store. Now, granted, this isn't a huge area that we live in anyway. The stores are relatively small. But again, it was just a great community aspect of, of what was happening down yeah. here in a hard time. Yeah. You know, we weren't here during that point, but we have friends who were here who were you yeah. know, really relaying a lot of that information to us. But there were very limited flights to the country in that period as well or or out. Like you could get essentially a humanitarian flight out Mm -hmm. if you're a resident of another country. But yeah, I mean, besides all that, it's a cool place to be. And it's because it has a really good community. It has really revived a lot you know, since all that happened and people are coming back and people like us obviously are here now that we're planning on beforehand. It didn't put us off, obviously. And, um, you know, there are others as well. There are other folks from the States and Canada and from various places in Europe and Colombia and Venezuela. Mm And so there's a, a really neat, community here that we're happy to be a part of wow
0: well I was actually gonna ask about that how did you make that decision I mean most people would have been like okay this was the biggest sign we ever could have got we should just stay put and not move so when did you think okay it's safe enough or however you want to word it to get down there
1: so that obviously that first school year of, let's say, 20, 2021, you know, we want to stay at home because it still was very locked down starting sure. the year here. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we want to kind of see how things went and they did improve. And we were kind of chatting to some people down here. A lot of life happens over WhatsApp. And so there's a couple community groups and we'd gotten on those when we'd come to visit. And so we were able to really kind of monitor how things were through those community groups and able to just kind of pop some questions out there and friendly people answer. And so, uh, yeah, it was good. We were getting some on-the-ground info, which was, yeah, super helpful.
0: Well, now this might be a little interesting because of where you are now, but you moved around a lot. Let's go Mm -hmm. into your sports fandom. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you lie there?
1: So, I mean, I grew up Metro New York, so I was a Giants fan. So I got that, and then uh, I used to follow the Mets a little bit. I I wasn't super into baseball, but I was into the Mets much more than the Yankees, for sure. I used to watch a ton of hockey in high school and college, so I I watched the Devils a lot. And then my wife uh, is from Colorado. We watched the Avalanche a lot. Mm. But then when we moved to Boston, that was when hockey kind of went off the air almost for a couple years, and it kind of just, we got out of the habit of watching. So right. even though the abs had a great season this year, I I'd have, yeah, I don't know. But, All
0: right. But now you say you're a soccer guy, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, most of what I watch at this point is soccer. It kind of, I don't know, it kind of fits in the lifestyle a bit easier. Sure. Right. Not so many commercials, not, oh, right. not so much of a commitment, which is easy. I mean, there's a ton of it on right now and it's super easy to stream. I can catch streams of pretty much anything I want to watch, which mm-hmm. is great. And, uh, I mean, I've, I've watched soccer for a lot of years, back even in the days when it was very hard to find a match to watch. Right. I was paying extra for some of those channels to try to score some stuff. But yeah, yeah so I, I watch a, a bunch and we've taken the kids to a couple of Rapids games in Colorado, which is a ton of fun. I don't really have an NWSL team because we don't have one in Colorado. But I wish we did, because I would go watch that a ton. And I took my daughter to a U.S. Women's tune-up game before the last World Cup against Australia, which was unbelievably rad, and lots of other stuff.
0: Yeah, if you decide to go back, I think I'm. Gu- I'm guessing yeah. Tim Cree. I'm, yeah, I think he's the one that had the season tickets to the Colorado soccer team. I'm pretty sure.
1: I yeah, I met. you did! one of the Colorado yeah one of the Colorado littles meet meet meetups oh
0: well hey can we tease that let's tease that because we have to get into Uncle Ed too so Uh all right we've got a lot more more to get into we'll be right back with
2: Meet the Littles
0: this is Rick Sharp and you're listening to the Little Littles podcast from the WTFC podcast network welcome back to the Little Littles podcast and we are lucky enough to have Scott Imus here so much to get into. Going back, clean up on Isle Chuck here. So we think it's Tim Cree, and that's episode 107? 107.
2: 107. All
0: right, so episode 107, Tim Cree. We think he's the one that had the season tickets. But you said you've met him, so let's get into that. Yeah. Our normal next yeah, question little- is, have you been to a Summer of Littles, things like that? So go into that.
1: Well, I don't think I've technically been to a summer of Littles, but we had some Colorado Littles gatherings sort of pre-summer of Littles. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's a little story that goes along with that. I was driving my son at that point, we were going to a Safeway Ooh. and I actually, <laughs> do? I don't know. I don't normally go to a Safeway actually. <laughs> I, I don't. So this was like around Valentine's day one year. And, and I was like, okay, well I need conversation hearts or something. I'm like, Oh, they probably have a whole bunch extras at the Safeway. Right. So I went in there and I pull into the parking lot and I see a Subaru with Michigan plates and a TK sticker on it. <gasps> and so I pull up and I pull in next to the car. And my son's like, hey, what are we doing? And I'm like, oh, wait, we'll go in the store in just a second. And so I pull out the tiniest little scrap of paper. It's all I had in the car. But I had a semi-functioning pen and a tiny scrap of paper. And being bolder, it's a pretty windy day out. So I, I write la cheeserie on this little tiny scrap <laughs> of paper. And I stick it in the window gasket on the driver's side door, hoping... That it stays.
3: Yeah, that will blow And I
1: go in the store and I do my thing and I get my conversation hearts or whatever and we leave. And I kind of forget about it. But in the moment, I think to myself, man, I know that Ed Budd is a Subaru owner. <laughs> so totally forget about it, right? And totally forget to like kind of think oh, well, maybe I should listen to the podcast. And this is at a point where I was kind of not listening quite as much because, you know, young kids and all that. And so I kind of forget about it. And it goes about a week or so. And then I'm on the Tweety and I realize that there's this mystery of who left this thing. (laughs) As it turns out, it was Zed Butt's car. Oh, my
2: gosh. In his window.
1: That's amazing. (laughs) And Ed and I weren't linked up on Twitter at this point. It was just, I saw this from, I don't know, from somewhere in the Twitterverse, right? Uh-huh. And so I go back and I listen to a show and Ed wrote in and had his email read out. And yeah, it was like a big mystery. And so then I wrote in for the next day. I was like, yeah, that was me. I'm that guy. <laughs> and so then we got to chatting a little bit and we're like, hey, let's meet up and have a beer and Ed being Uncle Ed. He's like, oh, there's a whole bunch of people. We'll just we'll put out a, a call and everybody will come out and we'll just have like a big littles game. Yeah, random meetup. That's what we call it. I yeah, that. a random meetup. Yeah. Exactly. And so this is the one in episode fifty one <laughs> that he was telling you about, where we met up at the Waterloo because it was Laurie Sherwood's birthday. Uh-huh. So we went and we hung out and Rob Berg was there and Jamie was there oh, that's right. and Rob and Eva was there. Yeah. That. And, um, Lori and Doug Adams and all these little uh, meet. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Dave Morrow might've been there. And then at the end of the night, as it turns out, we had a great time. And then Ed was telling you that there was a two top next to him where at the end of the night, they said, la us And as it turns out, those are friends of mine. Oh my God. And I totally forgotten. Yeah. That my friend had a connection to the DC area. And oh. so he had been working there for years and had listened to Tony. And so then I was like, we just had a famous night that night. Wow. Yeah, sounds like Yeah, it since then, had a couple more gatherings. The one up in Longmont where Tim Cree came. and Yeah, so I've been to like three or four different Colorado Littles gatherings. And I think they were all sort of pre-officially being Summer of Littles. We were doing typically either in the fall when Ed and Leslie got back to Colorado Mm -hmm. or in the spring just before they head back to Michigan. Yeah, been to a few and met some folks. And And you you gave all that up to move to Panama?
0: Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Like, why would you do that?
1: I did. I I don't know. That's a bit crazy, I admit.
0: Well, you do realize, okay, I'm not trying to step on any toes here, but I have a feeling you're probably going to hear from Mr. Walsh at some point early next year.
2: Ooh, have a little summer of littles in Panama. (laughs) Right?
0: Have you connected down there in any way? Like it'd probably be hard to do, right? To find littles down in Panama, you know?
2: I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, I, yeah I, I've never thought about putting it out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, life happens on WhatsApp. So maybe if I put like cheesery in my little WhatsApp profile.
0: Yeah, maybe. I'll, yeah. Who that knows?
1: I'll, that'll well, turn a head or two. Yeah, if you, right.
0: if you decide know. to host, then we'll put the word out for you. Mm-hmm. Bob will put the word out for you. And you never know. I mean, we'll yeah. see. That's
1: true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. If not, then I'll go have a lonely Balboa in yeah, one right. of our local establishments. Or you yeah. just turn it
0: into You talk your wife into coming. You get a babysitter. You talk your wife into coming. Turn and it then, and turns to a date night. That's well, all. <laughs>
1: there you go. Oh, so that's the other part. She's not a little. No, I know. And she's that's, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. I don't know if I don't know if she'd go. I don't know if she'd go. I got gotcha. you. So yeah. she hasn't gone to the other littles meetings because she's like, oh, that's kind of your thing. That's your world. Yeah, yeah, you know, you I yeah. Get it. yeah. yeah. So. The funny thing is, she's actually been on a couple podcasts herself, oh. but has never listened to one.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know quite Which a few is,
0: people like that now. Anyway. Yeah, but I yeah, do, that, going that back works, really so. quick,
2: I do have to say, Ed Butt knows how to gather people. Oh, absolutely. And we learned that oh, at sure. Jingle Fest this past year. Yes. Um, his room was the room to be we in. hang out. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. yes. Oh, Just, yeah. Uh, it's like a traveling road show. Yeah. yeah I mean, we need Ed to get him left. to New York. So, I know. We, yeah. yeah.
0: we need to get Ed to come to New York. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, listen, we can't thank you enough for coming on and talking to the Littles here and meeting the Littles. Excuse me. We have our fun dump questions real quick. Roxy, you want to get us started?
2: If you could shop for free at any one store, which one would you choose?
1: I think at this time in my life, it'd be Target. Nice. Because (laughs) I've been back to the States just a couple times in this last year, Uh and there's always a Target run involved.
2: Mm -hmm. Of course. And
1: there are lots of wondrous wonderments in that store. (laughs) So, yeah, I I think it would be a target. Nice.
2: If you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete?
1: Oh, I would have been a swimmer. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's what I did when I was younger, and that's how I met my wife. Uh, She was on the swim team with me at Lehigh University. And I tried for that. I wasn't fast enough, but I do know of a couple people that I swam with or against that did make it to the Olympics. Wow. Which is really cool. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's very um, cool. Yeah, wow. yeah. All
0: right. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be?
1: I liked Calvin Hobbes when I was a kid. Okay. And I wasn't quite a Calvin in personality, right? Right. But uh, yeah, he always seemed like a lot of fun. Okay. Not many friends, but a lot of right. fun. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Created his own.
2: Um, what do you think is the greatest invention of all time? How about Coffee.
3: That's
1: a great answer. (laughs) Chuck likes that. Chuck's
2: ears just perked up a lot. Yeah, (laughs) he loves his coffee.
1: So, because I just had a sip of that, and I'm like, you know what? That works (laughs) That's pretty good. That works for a lot of people on a day to day basis.
0: (laughs) That was pretty good. All right, and then let's uh, end with some rapid fire: Coke or Pepsi?
1: Coke.
2: Star Wars or Star Trek?
1: Neither. But if I were inclined, it would probably be Star Trek. Okay. Okay.
0: How about Uranus jokes? Not funny or never not funny?
2: Oh, never not funny.
0: We have to
1: get that one in there. Perfect. you one more? Yeah.
2: Cups up or down in the cupboard?
1: Currently, they're all down. All right. And I think they've been that way for a while. I feel like there's a story there, but I'm not sure. (laughs) Well, no, it's not really a story, but yeah, they're all down in the cupboard here. Mm Mm-hmm. But in higher altitudes, up in Colorado? Yeah. Well, in higher (laughs) altitudes, we have a couple of open shelves with mugs on them. And those are all up. Okay.
0: Okay. Because
1: it would look really funny to have a whole bunch of mugs of different varieties turned upside down. Okay. So the tie that binds, they're all blue mugs. So it's just buying singles of cool blue mugs Ah, from various places. And yeah, because they're all different shapes and sizes. I think it would look rather awkward if those were upside out.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, listen, Scott, we can't thank you enough for taking yeah. the time to come on and meet the littles. Is there anything we can plug for you? Uh, how how can people find you? Are you on social media and all yeah, that?
1: Yeah. I am. I'm uh I'm on social media. I'm on the, the Tweety at Ski SKI underscore TWO. And um we're also you could also find me at Sunshine Yarns, which is our uh, yarn company. <laughs>
2: Okay. okay wait, all right. Wait. wait. All right. Wait, so okay. this is a buried lead. Moment. Yeah. This is you the want to throw another moment. thing in? Okay. Um, I, I use she, yarn. Okay. So She's a
0: big crocheter, big knitter.
2: I oh, use we yarn. I had no idea. Yeah. This was
0: not on the form, Littles. Just saying.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what's given us. Sorry. I guess I really did kind of bury the lead on this. Oh, that's old, okay. That's all
0: right. It's kind of given
1: times. us our freedom to come down here and do this as well. So we. We brought our work with us and okay. granted a lot of people are doing that these days with online sure. work. That's sort of strictly yeah. online. Yep. Ours is a little bit more challenging in that we are creating a thing as well as having an online store. We did need to find a place on the globe where it was, air quotes easy to do that okay mm-hmm. and obviously there have been there have been some challenges to get everything that we needed up and running and working the way sure. that sure. we wanted it to but our business is called Sunshine Yarns we just celebrated our 17th anniversary wow do you it's have a website? A they do. I'm ago. looking at we it right do. now. It's oh, well, give us a sunshine website. sunshineyarns.com. I'm, I'm <laughs>
2: seeing all the pictures, and I've got heart eyes right now. Okay. All this yarn. All
1: right.
0: Well, we'll make sure we put all yeah. of that in the show notes for you. So they can, okay. the can get yeah. up yeah. online and take a look at that. That sounds yeah, great.
1: Yeah, and, well, and one of the fun things about meeting Colorado littles was finding out that Rob and Eva is really uh, an outstanding knitter as well and so uh we used to trade some stuff as well which was which was awesome wow. and uh my wife is a knitter that's how this all started and that also is kind of why we sort of work the way we do where we can kind of carve time out for the kids sure. during the day yeah. and then work you- into the night doing stuff um maybe that's one of the things that's helping me sound decent right now is, is uh, i'm in a room full of yarn yeah right oh, yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's my own uh sound studio that, that's I, great. that I didn't even know i created yeah but, that's yeah fantastic. so yeah so we're doing some stuff right now and um we're getting some kits ready that we pre-sell for the holiday season. They're Mm -hmm. called festive sets. And Roxy prep, if you're on the site, you might see that at the moment. And um, they're 25 color sets that are designed to go with a shawl pattern. The designer that works with us and other yarn companies put out kits for these patterns as well. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool.
0: All right. Well, that's great. (laughs) Like I said, we'll make sure we get all that in the show notes for you. And okay, cool. as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
2: Over or under? Yes.
1: Over. All right. Because every hotel you go into, it's over and they really? know their business.
0: <laughs> I'm fine with that. I've, now, you know, it's funny since we started this podcast because my touring kind of got halted because of COVID and I haven't done that since. I'm dying to get back out there so I can start monitoring this. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I have been in a, a few hotels since then. Oh, it's
1: it's over because they do the whole fold thing right, to let you yeah. know that they were in there and they cleaned, and you can't do that if it's that's under. That's true. So that's it has true. to be over. Well, they true. also
2: make the beds, so that's how you know they've been well, in there to Roxy. clean. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Like,
0: that was like <laughs> tomato, <laughs> potato. Like that had nothing to do with each
2: other. Oh, or you mean specifically the bathroom. That's well, how you know they've cleaned yeah, the bathroom. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: The room that you really want to make sure is clean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right.
0: Well, Scott, thanks again. We really appreciate the time.
1: Cheers. Thanks so much, guys. It was so much fun.
0: All right. All you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. Hi, Littles. This is Sandra Rohde. And you are listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Friday Five, Friday Five, oh Friday, Friday Five, Friday Five, Friday Five, oh Friday, Friday Five, Friday Five, Friday Five, oh Friday, Friday Five, Friday Five. Now it's time for Friday Five, tell you why. Because it's Friday and it's time to jive And when a little tells us in advance Then we actually stand a chance It's time for the Friday Friday, Friday Five, oh Friday, Friday Five The Friday Five, Friday Five! Five Oh Friday, Friday Five The Friday Five, Friday Five! Five Oh Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five Eat Eat it, Sully. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. That's right. It's time for the Friday Five. Roxy, these are from Rick Sharp.
2: Yep. Crunchy Rugger.
0: Oh, at Crunchy Rugger.
2: We'll never forget that.
0: I'll never forget that. It was a little embarrassing. Rick Sharp, episode 95? 95. 95. He's the one person I actually reached out to, I want to say like a month or two months after he came on to meet the Littles, episode 95, and Mm -hmm. asked him if he'd like to come on and meet the Littles. Now, in my defense, it's at Crunchy Rugger, I can't remember everyone's handles now. I remembered Rick Sharp. But anyway, that's who these are from. They're actually pretty good, Roxy. What's number one?
2: Number one, airplane seating preferences. Window or aisle, front of plane or back.
0: Now, what about the middle seat? What if some people just...
2: Well, so then say what your preference is. Okay, well, he didn't give
0: it as an option. That's all I'm saying. Whatever your
2: preference is. Okay,
0: well, all right. We all know I'm an aisle...
2: I am a window. She's a window.
0: So we get this is a match made in heaven, as we already <laughs> knew. And then hopefully no one's in the middle. That's the idea. Yeah. Or it'll just be a two-seater or whatever. Right. So front that's, of
2: plane or back or middle?
0: Uh, I
2: I know what you like. What do I like? The emergency exit yeah, row. Yeah, well, so
0: that's usually middle. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. So mm-hmm. emergency row is my preference for yeah. sure. But if it was just if I had the option back, I'd say the front yeah. than the back, especially because it takes forever to unload.
2: Yeah. To People drive. are slow. There
0: are some airports <laughs> out there, though, that have the front and back loading.
2: Sure. That's true.
0: But not many, not many. So yeah. So that's, it's more of that. It's not the preference on the plane. but I also think just in general, I'd rather be in the front. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: All
0: right. Number two, do you recline your seat in coach or are you a human being and not a monster?
2: I don't recline. I was going
0: to say, I agree 100% with this statement. Okay. I do not understand. (laughs) I do not understand why when you recline, quote, recline, In coach. It doesn't do much. It goes back like an inch. It doesn't do much. I don't get the... Besides making the person's life behind you a living hell, Mm -hmm. especially if they're trying to use their tray with like a laptop or something... It's, I think it's all mental is my point. I yeah. don't think it does anything. No. So you should just not recline. That's my opinion. I'm and if sorry. it's
2: like, oh, but I could sleep better. No, you can't. You could
0: sleep just as good, I Sleeping feel like. Sleeping
2: on a plane is hard. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I like the window seat, because I could put my pillow. Yeah, lean on, up against the wall. And I can lean wall, up right. against the wall. And then I'm leaning away from people if I don't want to be.
0: Right. That was the going back one question. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. It dep- for me, it also depends on the time of the flight. If yeah. I'm going to sleep or try to sleep, I'm definitely going for the emergency window. That's the idea. That's the perfect scenario. Mm -hmm. If it's a daytime flight and I'm just going to get some work done or read or do something like that, Mm -hmm. it's the emergency row aisle. So for me, it depends. I should have clarified that before we went on. Uh, What's number three, Roxy?
2: Number three, if you have a layover in a city, have you visited that city if you don't leave the airport? Are there any major cities you've only been in to change planes? Oh, absolutely. For instance, Chicago, O'Hare. Yeah, We would fly into that to make connections all the time with White Christmas. And I never considered that I had been to Chicago until I actually went to Chicago for Chicago and went out and about in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) So no, I don't consider it visiting a city if you don't leave the airport. Right.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, Yeah, you have to. That doesn't count. Yeah. I
2: mean, if your layover is like hours and you do have the opportunity to get out oh then yeah. yes if, absolutely If you take a cab
0: from the airport and go like to downtown yeah or for whatever.
2: lunch or something sure. because you have time before your next flight right. sure then i guess but i don't think you've
0: oh no i i think that counts you've
2: gotten out which is good yeah but i mean that's if you close
0: i mean if the airport's close enough because there are some airports where within five minutes you're yeah you know, that's downtown. True. It depends on the airport and mm-hmm. where it's located but yeah yeah i agree if you're just Plopping into the airport, two-hour layover, getting on another plane, going somewhere else—that doesn't count. Are there any other major cities? I don't think I can't think of any place that I've been only for a layover. To be honest, that I've never been to.
2: Yeah, I mean, Chicago is the biggest one for me. That yeah. seemed to happen a lot but because
0: of my touring. I've very much been to all the big cities. Yeah. that The airports go through. I mean, I've never been to Alaska. It's my only state left. Mm-hmm. And but I've never had like a changeover in Anchorage. I mean, why right. would you? So right. yeah. So I've never done that. All right. Number four, do you go out of your way to have conversations with other people in your row? Have you ever met someone on a plane and stayed in contact with them?
2: Absolutely not. Stranger danger. Okay,
0: this is going to get me in trouble, I fear, this question. Uh Go ahead. Nothing? Stranger danger? No,
2: stranger danger. There was one, I think it was after we got engaged, I was flying down to Tennessee to meet you. And I was staring at my ring. I was sitting in my window seat, staring at my ring. And the woman who was sitting next to me, she commented, oh, that's such a pretty ring. I said, thank you. I just got engaged. And so we did kind of chit chat a little bit for a little while. And that was fine. But most of the time, I'm like, you're a stranger. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't acknowledge me. Don't anything. (laughs) And we'll be fine.
0: Really? Stranger danger. That's so funny. (laughs) Now, this is g- I'm going to totally shock you with this, I think.
2: You like talking to people.
0: I'm the complete... Well, no. Again, it's kind of like the whole thing, depending on what kind of flight, what time yeah. of the day, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But I'm normally not a people person in that situation, but I've done that many times. I've kept in touch with some of these people for years. Really? Years. Now.
2: Do I know any of these people? No.
0: See, I was going to say, so (laughs) where I'm clear on this, I'm going to admit this now, but where I'm clear on this is I can't, I was trying to, after I read this before we came on the air, I was trying to remember, do I keep in touch with any of these people I met on the plane? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. There was one in particular that I knew for a long time. It was one of the flight attendants. And here's the thing. When we go on these groups, people think we're stars. you know. And sometimes we kind of are, but when they hear, Oh, the national tour of something is on the flight with them. They get excited. and whatever.
2: Oh, yeah. We've had to sing yeah. White Christmas quite yeah, a few super. times on flights. But mm-hmm. so some
0: of the flight attendants, they get excited. Anyway, so there was one when we were on High School Musical. And sh- they, she was like, oh, my niece would love this show. And so we were on our way somewhere. And I think uh, the city we were going to was their home city. So Mm -hmm. the company manager, actually, it was Amy, company manager, she gave her her card and said, because she took care of us, we'll try to get you some tickets, you know, that kind of stuff. But there was a couple in particular. Yeah, no, I stayed in touch for years. And actually, I think the last time I saw her, Roxy, Mm -hmm. was when we were in D.C. on White Christmas. Oh. Because I think that was the city where we were... She was based out of, okay. since then, she I think she went to Houston or something like that. Anyway, but Facebook friends, things like that, sure, but not today. I'm the only to think. time I've Anyone made friends with
2: anybody in a situation like that was when I was online or in line. I don't know how you all say it. But in line <sighs> to have at a Barnes and Noble here in the city to get Josh Groban's newly released album that year signed by him in person, and this lovely person who was standing behind me and my mom, we got to talking to her and a couple other people. But she, we became Facebook friends, and like every once in a while, she'll comment on a post. All and, right, so but the, all the, right, granted,
0: it didn't happen on a plane. But kind of thing. But I was with my of mom,
2: thing. so I felt safe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it's on a plane, I'm like, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. Don't no, talk to me.
0: A couple of these people for years, years. And a couple yeah. of them I met back up with because mm-hmm. when you travel for a living, a lot of these people are traveling too, yeah. and you know, and if it coincidentally happened where, oh, in three weeks, we're going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these people, if they're friendly enough and you, s- it also depends on the length of the flight. If you're there for like three or four hours, people are knowing your life history practically. Nope. And it depends. depends. Not for me. Depends on the situation. I it am depends a Depends on the personalities and stuff like that. <laughs> Roxy's a mystery. All right. Question number five. What's that, Roxy?
2: Number five. What is the maximum driving distance you will endure to avoid taking a flight? Okay. I love road trips. I grew up Road tripping. My mom didn't fly. So we would drive the five times we went to Disney World. We drove from Connecticut down. And I love being in the car. I love having that control and seeing the country from the ground. But I will say I also enjoy flying because it gets you there faster.
0: Well, I was going to say, Roxy, how old were you when you f- took your first flight?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was 23. Right.
0: So there's that. And and
2: that's why I have a very, very special place in my heart for Southwest. I love Southwest, plugging Southwest. And they gave me my wings. I got a cute little package with a certificate of my first flight, which is totally something made for a child. Right. The flight attendant asked me if I've been living under a rock. Pretty much, yeah you know, kind of well, a little but, bit. Like you but said,
0: your parents like to drive everywhere and yeah, your mom doesn't like to fly. My mom doesn't like so to fly. That's part of it.
2: So, yeah. so that was part of it. But yeah, my family, we just got really used to being in the car and having that peanut butter jar handy in case yeah. anything needed to happen. You know, <laughs> Any- <laughs>
0: Roxy, that's way too <laughs> much. Painting TMI. a picture was here. Was it crunchy or smooth? I got to go. Smooth. <laughs> got to go there.
2: Smooth. Um, I mean, empty, but it okay anyway anyway
0: let's move on so (laughs) with me it's funny how it's changed over the years because i used to i read out of college i used to love driving Mm -hmm. and on the bus the one-nighter tours we would drive everywhere sometimes you'd have like four or five hundred miles and Mm -hmm. then go do a show yeah do that math littles that's Um, a lot it's a lot and but nowadays i feel like it's the opposite it's funny that that question i'm almost the complete opposite nowadays i will look to see if there's a flight because I don't want to do the drive.
2: I do think I, I'm curious, too, if it's something where because we don't have a car. Right. That's if the other we thing. had a car and that was always an option, it's not that's always an true. option for us right now.
0: Well, it is always not. I mean, that's a very good point. That's I exactly mean, what I mean, not always an to. option
2: in the sense of like we would have to rent. And, okay, for how many? If we're going somewhere for one day, will it turn into two days because of whatever blah right. blah blah reason well
0: and the fun the, like you said the amount of it matters mm-hmm. now because if it's two flights uh, you know it might be cheaper just to run a car right but you or sometimes factor,
2: it's cheaper to fly well that's the
0: thing you got to factor in paying for the gas and all that kind of stuff insurance and, yeah and, and stuff on the car yeah exactly where if you had your own car it's a lot different i think for us it's very different when yes. we look at those things because yes. we don't have a car right. so yeah yeah, I think it's uh, it's an interesting topic. But Rick, these were great questions. Great
2: questions. Very
0: thought provoking. Because mm-hmm. uh, so what I was gonna do is I, I'd like to we're gonna add questions. So here's number six. Okay. Just kidding. See what we did there? Anyway, Roxy, that's all the time we have. Let's get out of here. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
2: You could just hop on over to our website, LoyalLittlesPod.com. Everything is there. Email, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Anchor, anything you need, we're over there.
0: But make sure you do that, though. Make sure you go to Twitter and give us a follow over yeah. there and stuff like that. But most importantly, if you listen on Apple and iTunes, go over there and give us a nice rate and review. It'll counter the one star we got. Certainly
2: Brighton Chuck's gay. <laughs>
0: podcast promoter that didn't like me telling him no I don't want your help and he like got upset and no
2: is a valid answer he's
0: a jerk anyway (laughs) let's get out of here Roxy thank you Scott Imus again for coming on to meet the littles we really appreciate that thank you Tony K Rick Sharp and Sandra Rohde for our bumpers this episode and remember if you need a grip for your stick go to stickgrip.com
2: and if you need fog-free eyewear, go to fogfreeeyewear.com.
0: Or if you need books, any books, go to erinsbooks.com and make sure you use the code LLPOD. Put that in the comments and you'll get 15% off. I did that.
2: You did? I did
0: that yesterday, Roxy. I went and used the code, wow. bought a book. I'm not going to tell you what it was. Uh-oh. Not because it's for you as a gift or anything like that, but I'm not sure you'll approve. Uh-oh. Uh, actually, I think half the littles won't approve, half will.
2: Oh, gosh. And I think
0: most of them know. What are I think you
2: doing to me? I think
0: I put it on Twitter somewhere what I got, so... Anyway, it'll be a surprise for you, Roxy. Oh, boy. I'll read it to you over the holidays. That's your only hint. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to the Loyal Littles podcast. And remember, the most important thing is if you are out online shopping tonight for anything, it could be anything, don't forget to
2: use the code.
0: Use it, people. Bye. Shout out to PTI. Happy 21st birthday. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. <laughs>
2: podcast is produced by the wtfc podcast network and edited by lewis b crocco and the loyal littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by eric lonergan
1: yeah he always seemed like a lot of fun
3: oh yeah